Hello, everyone, and welcome to an episode of Board Game Barbarians. I'm your host, Andrew, and with me, as always, is Barbarian Brother, Justin. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, uh, like, with me as usual. No, I mean, um, I did a neti pot right before the show because my allergies have been killing me. Yeah. And it worked great. All the snot in my head is draining out. So I'm going to be flimmy and gross for the show. I'm just going to apologize ahead of time. Um, so, so yeah, sorry. Sorry that I'm going to be sniffly the whole show, everybody. That's okay. You look like J. Jonah Jameson right now, except without the gray hair. Because <laughs> of the mustache? Because of the mustache. I did yeah. kind of start trimming a little bit, kind of shaping it, you know? So I've got... I, I, I think You're going for the JJ? You're going for the J. Jonah Jameson look. He's a, you know, he's an attractive man. He's an asshole, but he's a good looking guy. You know, I wouldn't be upset That's to true. look like him, you know? It's true. You just have to demand more pictures of Spider-Man from everyone that Everywhere. you see. I just take pictures of Spider-Man. You told me you'd have them on my desk. I don't know what he actually says. Um, basically that, I guess. <laughs> just, you know. Oh, man. I always did like the Christopher Walken bit. I was like, I need more pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is a game board game show. Is Not it? A, Since I when? I think so. We've only done like three of these. It's fine. We don't have a format. Yep. We've only done three. <laughs> I, I actually have no frame of reference for how long we've been doing this. We've been doing it for almost two years. I feel like it started and then we were kind of getting, we were kind of feeling it and getting into a groove with it. And then it was like pandemic. Yeah. And then that was weird. Still is weird. Yeah, that Continues to be weird. Um, it's been it's been a rough pandemic for old BGB here. Yeah, yeah it's uh, well, I assume uh, most of the tabletop space has kind of I don't want to say like suffered, but had to adjust. A lot of things have adjusted so very. I mean, we did a whole episode on like gaming in the pandemic, and I feel like even since that episode, things have changed. You know, I feel like the lines yeah. between like tabletop gaming and like video gaming and and stuff have blurred and and. But things can go back to some, maybe some normalcy soon since vaccine yeah. and everything. Well, you and I are both vaccinated, so board yeah. game days can recommence as we'll, we will discuss forthwith. I don't know why I said forthwith, but... Because <laughs> you're fancy. You're a very fancy man, J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> um, but yeah. Well, let's get into some uh, quick news. Wait, I don't have. I a got whole... stuff from my week. Can, do we do weeks first or news first? I was gonna do news first. Okay, never cut that out. Just nope, gonna keep it in there. Make it, keep make, it, all make of it this. sound like I remember the order we do things in. <laughs> I don't know the order we do things in anymore, so I'm just I'm going in a new order. That's you do. You know, you do whatever you the want. The new order. I've got some pictures of Spider-Man. I need to go over anyway. So you got. We got it's time. Good. That's you. Go ahead. Well, we're going to talk about a couple things. Um, we I did want to mention there is a Car Carcassonne 20th anniversary edition that is coming oh, out. Oh shit! That is it the big weird. box? Because they they had so they had Carcassonne and then they had uh, 70 million expansions and then they had the Carcassonne big box that was like all the expansions. Is the 20th anniversary just a nice version of Carcassonne with a couple of expansions or is it the big box? It's it's just a nice version that's got like the pictures are nicer. Um, the pieces, like the little wooden pieces, have painted people on them. Um, well, looks well, like there's twenty brand new tiles mm, and and river tiles. tiles. The bastards. Carcassonne is is we we were just talking before the show about like kind of how how 
our tastes have changed, how how games we used to have a lot of fun with are games that we kind of wish would just go away now. Um, but Carcassonne has thus far been my most evergreen title. It is it is still it's a and fun game. I know we've talked about it before, but it's it's just it is so that's ah, just perfect, and it fits it fits so many categories. And it fits right in your pocket. And if it does not, well, I guess if you're wearing like some Jinkos, you know, those yeah, are coming back. Get you some Jinkos and Carcassonne. <laughs> some cargo pants. I'm really waiting for someone to be like, Jinkos board game edition, Kickstarter. They're like, hey, do you hate carrying bags, but you love wearing huge scene pants? Well, if we got a product for you, you the know. The belt would have to be so tight. <laughs> Or your overalls? You got, well, like yeah, I assume it'd be suspenders. suspenders. Like braided yeah. steel suspenders to hold up your board that game. Dig into your skin. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Carcassonne coming out. I need to pick up a copy, so I might pick up the Anniversary Edition because oh, it looks looks pretty nice. I assume it includes, because the base Carcassonne now, is, or at least when I bought it a few years ago, um, several years ago now, oh my God, so old. At least when I bought it, included the river expansion and the 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 church expansion and the builder expansion and stuff it looks like it's going to have churches and rivers so. yeah i i think like i mean i know that they're they technically originally were expansions i think they're considered part of the base game now like the box i have is like includes these expansions but i assume now it's just yeah, yeah that's just part of carcassonne i mean this box looks really nice that i'm looking at here it's got like uh gilded like lettering and gilded just like designs on it so it looks all yeah, golden but you don't and spend shiny. much time looking at the box i spend a lot of time <laughs> looking at the box just <laughs> mr burns the standing there steepling your fingers like yes mm-hmm. excellent yes <laughs> the gilded box um also that'd be a uh, good podcast already... name can we rename the podcast the to the gilded you box you want to rename it to the gilded box? yeah i feel like that to... would be like uh a, a sex show uh it could be both it could be a combo show board game sex show board game sex show combo wombo <laughs> combo wombo <laughs> <laughs> um we also have deadpool is coming to unmatched which i've already pre-ordered that what now wasn't that their april fools and then they're like april not fools and and then it ended up being real i don't was it I, I feel like it was, it was an April. It was around. It was I mean, announced April first. Okay, and so then I was like, "No!" Nah. And the the box looks like it looks like it's like trash. fake. It looks like Deadpool like scribbled his name onto the box. Like that's the whole bit is he's like forced himself. It's like a meta joke. Yeah, he's and like then they're like, just kidding. The it's real because all the yeah. cards also are, are like he scribbled on <clears throat> cards and stuff like that. Yeah, I kind of like for the box. I don't know that I like that aesthetic for the cards, but uh. It pulls you in. You know, I, I guess whenever Deadpool has just kind of devolved into manic, insane pixie man, uh, that's <laughs> that's the aesthetic you get. You know? He's your pixie dream girl now. I don't know. He's he he there was this there's this Deadpool trajectory where it, it was it was like he was super serious when he came out. Now I'm totally on a tangent, but it was he was super serious when he came out, and then he was like, I'm oh, getting kind of silly, and then it was like, Oh, he's getting real silly, and then it like jumped to this this silliness shark. Where you're like, all right, slow, slow down. It's too, it's too much. I think, I think the movies did a pretty good job. Of the like, movies did do a really good job. Yeah, they did a good job of serious mixed with goofy. They, yeah, they had the heart, the heartfelt moments. If you don't, I don't know. They uh, had the I'm heart just, of the cards. Now I'm just, they have the heart of the cards. <laughs> I, I had to explain to my daughter the premise of Yu-Gi-Oh the other day, and she was oh like, "Oh my god!" She was like, "I don't. How? How is?" <laughs> I'm, no, I, I explained it to my daughter, but then I also had to explain it to Saturn, 
uh, whom I host a podcast with. And he was like, there's no way that's real. Neither one of them believed me. And I was like, I swear, that's the premise to Yu-Gi-Oh. It's an ancient pharaoh trapped inside a young boy who is channeling his powers into a card game no, played via hologram. You know, I didn't even think about it that way. <laughs> what do you mean you but didn't think that about is, it that way? That is exactly what that show is. I don't know why I never like thought about <laughs> the person trapped inside of... Yeah, the, Egyptian pharaoh trapped inside of a young boy, forcing him to use his powers to play holographic card games for the fate of the world. What? Uh, it's so relatable. I mean, that's perfect. Yeah, that's the perfect description of what that game is. Yeah. Or game with that what And that it's show a is. tabletop game. We've come full it circle. It is. If we go uh, far we enough, it. far enough away, we'll come back. Uh, key to the Kingdom is being done by Restoration Games. Oh, shit. I don't yeah. love the key art that they've shared. Um, the art the art looks a lot like Small World. Like small it looks world very art. Small worldy, And Small World art is fine for Small World, but I really like the art style of Key to the Kingdom. It's that kind it's of like... super serial. Well, it's not... I mean, it's still kind of goofy, but it's like that um, kind of like 80s, like fake over realistic fantasy mixed with these goofy elements that makes it extra weird and fun um yeah. and i in the grand they've shared very little key art um it's like one or two images but i'm it's not one wizard with some stuff behind him yeah i'm but, not in yeah. love with that scene with what i've seen i am in love with the idea of key to the kingdom getting remade because that game is so much fun and desperately needs to be updated it's coming it's coming out this year um oh, that, or at wow, least I, really I'm, I mean, it says coming 2021, so either the Kickstarter is coming this year. Because they're still doing Return to Dark Tower. They're not done with it. Yeah. That hasn't come out yet. No. Um, I did want to mention the Marvel United uh, X-Men game Mm -hmm. was kickstarted, and I I was a part of that. Mm -hmm. Um, And you had asked me when it was going to be released, and I said I had no idea. I found found it. I found (laughs) the date. And it is a year from now, so... Oh, perfect. You'll get <laughs> yeah. it a little bit after I get my Root Marauder expansion pledge. Well, I'll get that, too. Excellent. <laughs> we have uh, we have Oath coming soon. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. I'm the other leader games that. thing um, from last year. That was their weird kind of legacy game, but not a legacy game thing. They yeah, did. like you could play it legacy style or well, I think yeah, it was to. it was weird. It was like legacy style but not really necessarily a campaign. It just previous games affected the next games, but there wasn't really like an ongoing story. I really don't remember much, but uh, that's exciting. We had a we had a conversation kind of about King of the Kingdom in the uh Discord. Yes. Um which if you don't know, we have a Discord everyone. This is the perfect time to plug the Discord. It's in the show notes. Now you have join to join us. The show notes. <laughs> It's in the show notes. Okay, all good. Right. All, all right. All right. <laughs> uh, but we had a discussion. I, I don't want to mention his name just because, or, or their name, just because I don't know if they care. I don't remember um, it. Yeah, but um, they we were talking about Key to the Kingdom, and yes. they were not aware of it. And I had mentioned that if it was like a hundred dollars, which is about what you can find it online for right now. Uh, I'm that, sorry. Hold on. Can we go back? It's a hundred dollars yeah. online. Yeah, like on eBay and stuff. I like paid that. like forty bucks like three years ago. Why is it? What the hell? It's it's gone up. And I say that I'm like, well, maybe don't pay a hundred dollars for it. Like no, maybe don't. pay like sixty, forty bucks. But then I realized that the Kickstarter is going to be like a hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> Key to the Kingdom is is <laughs> is it's one of those. It was 1990. It was published by a company called Golden, I think. Um, 
and and there's no way to know and <laughs> there's no way to know and and it 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 has some extremely innovative ideas for a board game in 1990 but then a lot of the rest of it is still a 1990 board game where it's like oh you rolled yeah. a four lose three turns and you're like that how was that good game design you know it just your standard board, but the 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 interesting ideas it did have were so interesting that they carried the rest of the game. It was it was a very cool game. You um, were correct, by the way. There, Golden was one of the publishers. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, it's I, I'm excited for the Kickstarter. I, I'm I'm hoping it's it's really um and, and I, like I'm sure it's a lot of work to update a board game, but I feel like they kind of have their work cut out for them because the the good ideas in Key to the Kingdom are still good today. They really are. Yeah, it's a it's a fantastic game. It does have some issues, but what board game doesn't have I'd, a couple issues? I'd say there. it's one of those games that you play with other people who are in the know on board games under the auspicion that, hey, about half this design is really cool and interesting, and the other half plays like a 1990 board game for kids. I would love to see like reskins of Key to the Kingdom too, like different countries, different like... Yeah, they never Lores, really did that. I'm, like, I'm surely they'll keep the folding board. That was that's my first concern is they're gonna ditch the fold because the they whole have to. That's thing, part. That's the game. Well, like, but they may also just have like a second board you lay on top or something. I don't know. Eh, it's dumb. I don't know. I did. I did want to say I looked it up on Board Game Geek, and every other country it's like twenty to forty bucks. Yeah. But in America, it's eighty dollars to a hundred. <laughs> of course. <laughs> thanks <laughs> why not well we, we you know um i guess i may be partially to blame for that i bought it aftermarket on ebay at a markup and then we talked about it on the show a bunch and uh, we, it's probably our fault oh no <laughs> we we did it <laughs> we did it. no i was saying oh no because kingdom hearts and i think batman are both uh talisman are both on sale right now for oh like are they don't buy those 30 30 off don't you have regular uh, talisman i do have but you ever I even played your Reskins. version of Talisman? I have. Uh-huh. You were there. Uh-huh. I played it once or twice. Sometimes I think no, about I the, played it the amount of hours I put into painting all of my Talisman miniatures just to throw them in a box and basically never play it again. It's a I like that game though. It's a fun game, but like when we get together for board game day, it's like it's one we of those, have so many it, other cooler things that we want to play. Yeah, it's a good game if it's like you and I are there and there's one third person who's like kind of okay with game with board games but not really like wanting you know not like into them i feel like it's yeah. a good that that's a good one to break out i found that unmatched is my gateway board oh game man unmatched that, is a lot of fun and it's so simple yeah. and has it's 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 a lot of really cool distilled ideas from miniature and card games uh just with all the fat trimmed away yep really such cool a game. good game uh i guess that's it for news we we kind of went super long with the with the news there, but that's cool. How to live. All right, <laughs> I never tell you how to live, J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> um, what what uh what you, what you been doing for your week? How's oh your week boy, been? well my month, I guess. I say my week. I'm used to saying I'm used to weekly shows. Yeah. Um, How's your my well other than board game day with you? I um. Play. Really, it's been three months because we did two D and D shows. Oh yeah! So in three months, I played Magic one time. Um, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, well, I mean, uh, uh, obviously, we had a board game day, and we'll 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 talk about that. Um, I I played, um, 
uh, uh, Magic the Gathering Commander is the format that I play in Magic the Gathering, and um, mm-hmm. we I played via spell table. <clears throat> okay, how was that? It was, it was very interesting. So, for people that don't know, uh, a lot of people play Magic the Gathering online via webcam. So they just they like rig a webcam to hang over their table and look straight down at their cards. And for people that play Magic regularly, it's one of those things where you generally know the cards well enough that you can you can get by doing it, right? Right. Um, for people that aren't, like, super into the game, it's a hard sell because you can't, like, go, oh, what does that do? And, like, pick it up and read it. You have to be like, what card is that? And then they have to read it or hold it up the webcam. And it's kind of an ordeal for people that aren't, you, you know. try to pick it up. Just slam your hand into your screen <laughs> yeah. multiple times. And um, this this um, project called Spell Table came out. And it was basically a, a webcam. And it keeps track of your life totals and things in the game. But it had a card recognition engine. So basically, I played in a browser. And I, I have my webcam showing you my cards. And you have your webcam showing me your cards. And at any time, I can hover my mouse over one of your cards and click on it. And it uses image recognition to pop a big picture of that card up on my screen. That's pretty cool. To show me what it is. And Wizards of the Coast has already bought it. They just, they just fucking bought Spell Table. The whole thing, they own it outright. They just <laughs> they were like, it's too good. We we own that now. Um, and and uh, I, I played um, three or four games of Commander with a mutual friend of ours. And I was very excited because some of my favorite Commander decks I cannot afford on MTGO. They are expensive yeah. there. Um, not like prohibitively so, but it feels dumb to spend $150 on a deck I literally already have in my hand, you know? Right. And it worked surprisingly well. Um, and he even had one of the worst webcams I've seen this, this in the last decade, at least (laughs) it was, it was terrible. It was sight. Like I got mine. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, 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 you know, kind of uh, uh, brag on myself, my setup looked very professional. It was well lit and it was straight down. I had this nice webcam set up and it was on a black mat so you could see all my cards really well. I feel like I put a lot of work into mine. And And his just looked like he tilted the shit down and was like, there's my cards! Um, And it was on a real busy play mat. But the the image recognition software did a very good job. Um, And what was cool about it was even when it doesn't work on the card, you say, hey, I can't read that card. What is that? And he'll go, Oh, it's Goblin Commander, and it's got a little search box there. You can just type it in; the card pops straight up. So, um, I, it's I don't know that I would play it over MTGO if that were you know what I had a deck in and and what we were playing. Um, yeah. But it was really nice. It was really nice to get to play my real physical decks um, via the software. And and when it was going really well, I kind of even forgot I was really playing via webcam. Um, of course, when it was going really bad, I was having to look up every card because I couldn't get the cards to read because his webcam was terrible. Um, <laughs> and one time I had to refresh the game because it got goofy, but I just hit refresh and it loaded it right back up and it, it worked well. So I'm, I'm very excited at the future of webcam magic being opened up to people like me who don't like have cards memorized and stuff. Um, yeah, because I do own a lot of cards that I would like to play with, but, um, I usually only play with friends cause I can't make it out to game stores. It's too far. I can go to friends houses and play and that that's kind of it. That's kind of the best option I have. Right. Um, and, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about that. I'm not really buying magic gathering cards anymore. Cause I have a lot of problems with wizards of the, of the coast right now. 
but the beauty of a game like Magic is you can just keep your cards forever and just keep using them till the end of time. They're not going to go anywhere. Every every once in a while, I think about trying to get back into Magic, Don't. and I just can't. It's, I know I know that I will destroy myself with no, buying cards. It is not and a good time probably, to do it. If if anyone is like, hey, I want to get into Magic, what I would say is find people that play Commander and just buy one of the off-the-shelf Commander decks. They're like $40. They're very good. They come with all the staples you need. And then if you want to buy cards, just go online and buy one or two cards to add to that. Like that's that's kind of the premier way to play right now, in my opinion. The, the, I don't want to get too into it because it's not a Magic show. It's a board game show. But the, magic bus- show. the business side of Magic is is a little... It's a little weird right now um, as far as like buying into things and stuff. Um, yeah. But what I would personally recommend is find people that play Commander, buy a Commander deck because they're good off the shelf. You can just play it and have fun, have a good time. And then and then you just have the one thing that you can make better if, you, if you're like, hey, I want to spend 20 bucks on cards. Spend 20 bucks on cards that go into that one thing. And don't do what I did and go buy 10 different Commander decks because you will only play with one or two of them and you'll feel stupid for owning a dozen. <laughs> anyway sound sound words yes great great logic most words are sound uh, most sound words <laughs> um i my couple months haven't really besides our board game day haven't yeah. really been spent playing games mm-hmm. um i've mainly been buying games yeah. that i have not played i've i've noticed i've basically stopped buying tabletop games entirely uh, the only stuff yeah. i buy is D related um, and then, yeah, I feel like you keep <laughs> buying the games. I guess I did. I did start a, uh, Star Wars Force and Destiny, which we've talked about on the show, uh, group, which yep. is still going strong. Mm-hmm. So that's good. And I've actually started homebrewing a game, um, and running that. Mm-hmm. Cause you were uh, running supplements, the- but you weren't in love with the business model of all the books and supplements and stuff. I wasn't in love with that. I also like. I don't think I know how to run supplements well enough to where, like, I can't, my brain can't get grasp using it as a guide yeah. instead of, like, following it to the T. Every bullet point, yeah. It's it's uh, yeah. it's ha- it's hard is what it is. It is hard to run supplements when you're used to just running your own thing. Yeah. So I'm, I'm running my own thing, and that's been going well. The only problem is it takes several hours of prep work to prep it. Yeah. To get it ready. That's a lot. Uh, that's a lot of prep, man. Well, because I'm writing, I'm actually writing a lot of it out. Yep. So I, I would say it probably takes me about like a total an hour or two. Because I also have to research it. It's not like D and D where I can like I make up this town in this city, or I make up this town in this continent. You can't. And then you can just make up your own little you guys, planet. There you yeah. go. It's you a- guys got a flip floor, and you're like, I'm trying to like keep it. Excellent. What's going on a flip floor? Tell me about it. Everyone's on fire. You have to put out the fires. Great. I am space fires. <laughs> Got it. Let's go. Uh, I'm trying to keep it like all grounded in Star Wars lore, oh, wow. basically. Yeah, that's too much work. And that's that. that's the the t- the toughy. That's every, the toughy. Every now and then I'll be playing a game and I'm like, yeah, let's actually use these mechs. There's uh, there's regardless of the tabletop game you're playing there's probably a wealth of information about the region and the towns and like the local governments and i'm oh, like yeah. let's feed into that let's work with all this material we have and i do it for a couple of weeks and then i'm like i oh, know you end up in townton and there's a <laughs> guy in charge and a bar named barry and i like, feel I like it'll up. 
I feel like it'll devolve to that eventually, but like yeah. I'm trying to start it out like, you know, they're on certain planets. I'm trying to keep them all the planets that are actually in Star Wars. Uh, and I think that's the tough part is it's hard to like. Yeah. There's also someone we're playing with who's very much a Star Wars fan. But even then, I don't feel like they'd be like, oh, actually, that's not canon. Like, I I mean, you know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> they might. Uh, no. I already I already asked. I was like, what are you what are your guys' thoughts on like uh you guys fighting like fighting or killing like mainline Star Wars characters? Oh man, like, I'd be across- like zombie Darth Vader comes back and now he's got two more <laughs> robot arms, he's got four lightsabers like General Grievous and he's got a jetpack and he shoots laser beams. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to resist the just the ridiculous you know, like he grafted already, himself into like, Boba Fett. Now he's composite Vader and he's half Boba Fett. Like I I don't <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, you kinda like I that already, now, right? I already did the thing where I like had them fight Ghost Vader or whatever. Yeah. Like a like a like a yeah, force a ghost. ghost. Yeah. Yeah, force ghost. Yeah. Uh and they were like freaking out. And I'm looking at Darth Vader's stats in the book. Because I bought the book that has all of like the yeah. allies and like, and like main characters. Those. And I'm like Jesus Christ. <laughs> His stats in the book are just like he kills everyone instantly, like no yeah. matter their level. It's funny that a guy that kills everyone instantly got uh, you know, his shit handed to him by a kid that spent a few months in a swamp. You know, those I'm are just some really say- good I'm just months. saying. Okay. Those some really good months in that swamp. He got old, man. His his robot parts were all they needed oil. My robot he didn't have parts. <laughs> he didn't have enough oil for his robot it's parts. Yeah. <laughs> you could you should you should do it and have vader but give him like a robot voice and he's always demanding oil and just see how upset <laughs> that one player gets like i am darth vader i require oil just to see <laughs> i am a robot with my laser sword pew pew like just <laughs> then watch that yeah, guy I'm... slowly get up and quit <laughs> slowly die inside yeah um so i bought i bought root yeah that's what I did over the past three months. You did? Uh, and then I also bought, when you were in town, and we'll kind of, I guess, we won't really talk about this, but I bought like the little um, organizer set uh-huh. uh, that works for the two expansions that are already out and that all fits in that box, except now I have to have two boxes. I've, I've got it down to two boxes um, for all the rules and stuff. Um, I did want to mention I put that whole thing together. And mm-hmm. I felt like an idiot because I put it all together and put it in the box and I was like trying to take them out and they're like falling apart. And I'm like, I should have glued this before I... Did you... <laughs> you didn't glue it? it? No, I didn't glue it. I was like, oh, it fits all together. That's cool. It's just and foam like, board. You got to glue that shit, man. Get you some tacky glue. I know that now. I, I did it. I pulled them all out, took all the stuff out and glued it and, and it, it, it all... It works nice now. But Yeah. I only have uh, one I of those that. inserts and it's... um. For Mage Knights, one of the big wooden ones, like the real expensive wooden oh, ones. Oh, like the like $80, $100 Yeah, my, my Mage Knight box weighs, it has to weigh 20 pounds. It's just, it, and it's not Jeez. a big box. It's like, it's like root, but a little bit longer. And it is very dense. And uh, you had to put that thing together with a rubber mallet and wood glue. It took for fucking ever. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Spent way too much on Mage Knight. No, I just did like super glue. Just did some gorilla glue. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got Marvel United. I bought that yes. when it was on sale. 
and then we'll kind of talk about that a little bit more uh, when we go into our uh, game day, which I guess let's go ahead and jump into game day. Excellent. We played games. See you next month, everybody. Have a good night. Yep, we did it. Bye. Uh, we started out in the morning, got up. Uh, I think you had some cereal. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Yes. And <laughs> yes. So we got up. <laughs> go ahead. No, go ahead. You're fine. I'm just making dumb jokes. So we got up like not super early, but uh, early enough that Justin wanted to go and try to find toys. Yes. So we're gonna I went do toy a, shopping. We're going to do a little toy talk. I did. God damn it. I've. I was trying to get, so for people that don't know, the He-Man and the Masters of the Universe line has been resurrected. They've revamped the whole thing from the 80s, redone all the figures, and they are re-releasing them uh, in Targets and Walmarts nationwide. And I'm, I've been trying to track them all down. And I've got al- almost all the ones I'm, I'm after. Uh, I think at this point I'm pretty well caught up. I'm just waiting on pre-orders to you know roll in throughout the next few I months. I want to interject really quick before yeah. you continue with your He-Man talk. I listened to an old episode of Talking Wizards recently, which is a uh, Patreon-exclusive show for Justin's show, Retro Warriors. Yeah. And um, <laughs> there was a part where you're like, you ever watch He-Man? And I was like, no. And you're like, it's sh- fucking garbage. It it's is. Just, it just is complete shit. The filmation show <laughs> sucks. So does the live action movie. <laughs> so does the 2000X series. It sucks. Okay. I just, I just love that you're buying you're buying toys for the show that's just garbage. The toys are kick ass. And the toys existed before <laughs> the show. You know, so it was like, they were like, hey, we got these cool toys. Let's make a show. So I feel justified in that I just like the toys. They're really cool toys. Yeah. Uh, and the comics are pretty good. Uh, they, they used to come with comics back in the day. And, and I got the big comic collection of all of them. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's interesting. Like, it's cool. It's kind of like pulpy sword and sorcery thing. And then the filmation show is just it's crap. Um, yeah. I watched one episode that was so dumb. They, they, have, a, they have a mirror that can bring... It makes opposite copies of people so if you put a good person in front of it it makes an evil copy of them and they made an evil copy of skeletor and he helped him out and then he was like i have to go back to the mirror now and he goes in the mirror and then he sticks his arm out of the mirror and turns it back and punches the mirror he's inside of and shatters it i swear to god that That was how the show ended that sounds amazing (laughs) it was so stupid our, um, yep, we watched an episode. <laughs> while, yeah, we did. While, <laughs> while we were sleeving a pretty... game, we watched we watched like Thundar and Conan and then something else. Yeah, those were bad. Um, yeah, the show is bad. The toys are really cool. They're really cool toys. I highly so recommend them if you, you like toys. I was after the Rise of coveting? Evil Target exclusive two pack, which includes a special version of Skeletor and his original identity, Cronus. Before he turned into Skeletor, not Cronus. Um, fuck, what's his name? Keldor. Uh, before he turned into Skeletor, and then Cronus, who was Trapjaw before he turned into Trapjaw. Couldn't find the damn thing anywhere. We drove around all over looking for these fucking toys. Uh, I was so upset, and eventually yeah. I, I got one on the eBay. Uh, we got we went to a couple different locations, and then we went to uh, Cabela's to get me some <laughs> We went to Bass Pino Pro Shops for Bass Pino Pro Boxes, Shop. yeah, to organize your board games. And that's when I realized that the Academy near me uh, which is not much closer than the Bass Pro Shop and less busy. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it wasn't super busy when we went. Not but, really. 
um, has the same Plano boxes, so I'll probably just pick them up there. I, you know, if if you had told me there's an academy closer to your house, I would have told you like if you're organizing board games, the place to go is Academy. They have way more Plano boxes, way more selection, and they're usually cheaper than Bass Pro Shops. Because Bass yeah. Pro Shops has to pay to keep that waterfall going. You That's know, true. They offset that fish, cost onto you. Those fish. They do. They do. Cabela's has a whole big fucking mountain inside of it. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> Well, it's usually like the Cabela's are usually like two story, but yeah, um, we went there, got some Plano boxes. I haven't used them for anything yet, but then we went to a actual board game store. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to Dragon's Lair here in Austin, and Justin got to walk around and look at stuff. And I bought <laughs> the organizer for Root, and then uh, they happened to have the Kickstarter exclusive stretch goals for Marvel United. Yeah for like 30 bucks which it's like 200 dollars online <laughs> the cheapest i could find it jeez well so, i it, it's funny what a find i was walking around i was like this is the first time i've been in a board game shop in a year and i'm i'm very bad about like i have so many board games on my shelf right now that i need to play more of and i'm 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 happy with my collection i, I mean, have if you can I see have, behind me i had to buy more storage yeah i, I see games. that I have I have culled and curated my board game collection enough times that I'm very happy with what I have, um, yeah. and I'm very happy that I have a lot more to explore within my own collection. But I was I, I I'm really bad about board game stores where because I'm not really looking for much in the way of board games, I have this very bad habit of wanting to buy entire new hobbies. Like I walked by and they had like a really kick-ass Blood Bowl uh, uh, box set. And I was like, I could get in a Blood Bowl. And I was like, stop, Justin. What the fuck? (laughs) You do not have the time, space, money, or willingness to paint the miniatures required to play Blood Bowl. You don't have it. And even if you bought the box set and forced Andrew to paint half of it and play it with you, you don't even like Blood Bowl. And I was like, but look at the box. It's so cool. Look at all box. these guys on the back. <laughs> like I'm real, I'm real bad about like just wanting to pick up whole new. Because I mean, in the tabletop space, there's board games, and then there's games that like it comes in a box like a board game, but it's its own hobby. You right. know, like it's a whole thing outside of the thing. And I'm real bad about wanting to pick those up. So I was I was desperately trying not to while I was there because I just kept finding stuff. And then, um, yeah, I mean, I, I always, I find something every time I go there that I, that I want to buy and shouldn't. And I was very torn about buying the, uh, Marvel United thing. Cause I was like, I don't need it. I've, I've got the base I feel like game. You, like that's you, enough. You didn't want it. And then you started to walk away and then you Googled, found out that it was hard to find. I and then you were like, Google I gotta it. get it. I didn't Google it till I got home. Oh really? So I, when I, I got I home, thought I was you had like, went well, and looked God. it up, and then you're like, "Oh no, let me now. It's it's hard to find. I got to get it now." Nope. I I the that was me losing the battle of not buying something in a store <laughs> is what that was. Um, and then we went to Austin Books and Comics and uh, their local stores around there, uh, and Justin got to look at some more. You spent a lot of time looking at toys i spent a lot there was nothing good man i tell you austin was tapped out as far as toys go um but then we went home and now we get into the actual board game portion of the show okay Uh, we went home we sleeved marvel united and then we played it um and what'd you what'd you think about that i want to start by saying i cannot stand the dumb art style i know you hate the little chibi people it's dumb and i'll say this i feel misled because all the art for the game 
shows them painted and painted they look pretty good yeah unpainted little chibi marvel figures looks dumb i it looks like a funko pop game looks like one of the games in the funko verse which it's a whole verse now i would not i i do not play the or would not play the funko verse games just because i at least these are like posed in some yeah, manner like if you told me if someone was like oh yeah it's the new marvel funko verse game i'd be like oh yeah okay yeah i see that i don't like that stuff but you know i, I see like i would not have right. even i would have not have noticed um that said uh the game was fun i didn't know anything about it i don't really give a, a flip about superheroes um <laughs> i just i just don't care uh, or whatever um but the, the the game itself was fun it had nothing to do with superheroes it was just an interesting like action economy card game yeah uh which was which was pretty cool um and it was i think i feel like it was a good like so basically it's it's there's a big bad guy there's all these different locations set up on the table using cards instead of a board which felt weird um there was no board and 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 you 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 set up the big bad guy and they bounce around between locations and you're kind of going around using your actions that you have on your turn by playing cards to put out fires and save people and then eventually work up to fighting the big bad guy. Right. Um and and I, Which I, I thought it was I feel it was like fun. is a is a good like premise for like a superhero board game like saving people fighting yeah, minions and the, then fighting the bad guy the actual combat was never like it never felt like combat it was like i do right. the combat at him and i was like all right his you do two combat his health goes down two <laughs> and bite there, him twice. There's, there's no real fighting happening right yeah, um, there's no weight behind. Yeah, the you're you're, you're kind of disconnected from it being like if it if it was like oh well there's your ducks in a pond and there's a bigger duck and you want to eat all his breadcrumbs like it would it, the game would work fine that way too you right. know I liked your analogy of of garbage pickup. <laughs> yeah, if you're just going around like picking up garbage. And then you gotta you gotta take it all to the dump at the end. And then and then the city's got the biggest amount of garbage, and you gotta pick up all their garbage. Yeah, next. like like it, it it the the actual gameplay did not. It, it it's not that it didn't fit the theme. It fit the theme okay, but it wasn't married to the theme. If that makes sense. That being said, for anybody that's thinking about like picking it up or anything like that, it's still a fun, oh, yeah. very quick game. Like I mean, we were done in less than a half hour, easy. Yeah, I mean, it was a very very light game which is which i like especially since i own so many like hour to two hour long games mm-hmm. um it's something that's that's nice and quick uh it's not nice and quick to put away um, <laughs> nope <laughs> or pick up i did get and the can, can neoprene we bitch about the insert for a minute nice insert doesn't fit sleeve cards it fits them physically yep. but it's not deep enough yeah that's frustrating yep. i mean that's a normal Normal board game thing is uh, not giving enough space for, which AlterQuest did for the yeah, most part. I feel like Kickstarter stuff normally there. does because they understand the kind of people well, that, that is they're Kickstarter. Oh, yeah, I guess it was Kickstarter, wasn't it? No, no excuse then. <laughs> that was a then. Kickstarter exclusive. No excuse then. <laughs> yeah, there's no excuse for them not having enough space for the... What we ended up doing was just pulling out the insert, throwing it away, and bagging all the 
putting all the cards in the baggies. Yeah. In my early board game days, that that was a horrifying prospect to me. I always wanted to keep as much of the original packaging and the insert. Now I'm just like, chuck it in the trash, get the sandwich baggies. Like I'm not. I don't. Well, it's like I'm not gonna sell. Like I'm not. I'm not gonna go on eBay and try to sell this for two hundred dollars. Right. Like I'm. I'm keeping it. I'm playing it. Um. So I. I, I think. Um. If you don't mind the art and style. Or maybe if you just really like superheroes and you need like a good superhero themed like middleweight game, like a good like between big games or an opener game for your board game night, I think it's a totally fine uh, game, especially if you've got a friend that's like, oh, I, I fucking love, you know, this one superhero. That's my guy. I love that guy. Then, you know, if you got that dude in your set, then that'll that'll be fun for you. Um, the the, the yeah. decks do seem different enough between heroes that there's they, it's a little dynamic. You know, they, they feel yeah, different have- enough. Because I play, so I played after you left. Yeah, um, I played with my wife. Which, by the way, we played against Bullseye, and you remember we played Carnage mm-hmm. whenever Justin and I played. Um, and his powers were like when when bad guys and civilians overflow in an area, which you won't know what that means, and I'm not. I don't think we're going to explain sense. the whole game. It, ma- it already makes sense. But, it's fine. Um, but when when people overflow in the areas and there's not a space for them to go into, uh, carnage does damage to you. Like, mm-hmm. and that's like what it was it, for Bullseye. It's like when somebody overflows in that area, you lose. <laughs> and I was like, why is Bullseye so hard? Yeah, like I got him down to like two life, and then he an area overflowed, and we couldn't do anything. About I do it. wish you could play as villains. Um, it seems kind of like a weird. That's coming in the X-Men expansion. Is it? Okay, because I, I don't so, like, uh, as much as I was just talking about how I don't like superheroes and stuff, I like villains. I always, I like villains. I like playing the bad guys. I, I always very much enjoy that. So the X-Men doesn't have, you can't play as villains, but you can. there are certain characters that are purple, mm-hmm. and they're like Magneto and that kind of stuff. So they've got two decks. Uh, they've got a villain deck and then a hero deck. They have, okay. they have a villain deck and a hero deck. I so will also are, say... Um, the the art style felt completely vestigial because I in my, when I saw the game I was like maybe they're little chibi characters so they can all fit on the board or something. The yeah. miniatures really don't. They could be quarters or something. They have almost nothing to do with. They could the, be like a little plastic token with a. Yeah, picture there's on no it, like. reason for the game to have miniatures. It's cool that it does, but yeah. I, I you know like for me like if the game did not have miniatures. Had just a regular art style and just yeah included little cardboard tokens and it was like twenty bucks. I might pick it up. Yeah, it, it was fun enough for that. Um, I don't need all that plastic unless it's plastic I really love. You know, it's kind of right. where I'm, where I'm at on it. <clears throat> well, I mean, I have it, so you do have it. So there's no need to buy no anything. reason for you. Uh, I did get the. You were talking about how there's no board and and you were kind of upset about that. I did buy the neoprene mat. Oh, that's nice. Well, so the reason I was upset is the game makes you lay out all these, the, the different locations that the good guys and bad guys are running around between. In a circle and, around the and, bad guy. Well, and, and then as you play cards, you play them in a big circle around all those locations. And mm-hmm. it's just kind of messy and you're pushing a lot of cards around on the table all at once. And then it also felt weird because they had you lay all the cards out in a complete circle around the entire play area. But then the cards being in the play area in a circle had nothing to do with the game. It was just like, hey, you just have 700 cards laid out on the table now. The only thing that mattered was like the last 
three cards basically. yeah it, it it just it was very odd it, it uh, um again fun game enjoyable game but some of the decisions that went into it just felt like they were like what's popular right now lots of cards on the table miniatures and funkos do that like that's what it yeah you know uh and uh, i mean it's i mean it it's selling it's the it's oh yeah it's, come on's high the x-men one was the what come on's like highest selling i mean Kickstarter it, it's it's come on done. games and it's marvel like there's no way that's not going to sell buttloads right. even if it was a terrible game which is not it's a fun game uh your may i before we move on to what the other things that we did your major complaint was that in the base game and in the kickstarter uh stretch goals there's no spider-man jj J. jonah jameson <laughs> i need the spider-man uh yeah there's no there's no spider-man you have to buy an expansion and those expansions online are again like 60 to 100 dollars. it really does feel like I, I don't know. I get that. Come on, games like their whole big thing is like big miniature heavy games. The miniatures serve literally no purpose in this game, other than like there's other I, than they're like cool I, yeah, to people again, that like that. They could be a cardboard token. And even if I did like the, the like some again, some of the villains, I'd like to have some of those miniatures, but it's that weird chibi thing. And I, I, I don't know. It's I don't just. Mind. It's yeah. I mean, if the if the art doesn't bother you, totally. You know. Um, I mean, I would rather have like the realistic stuff, obviously, right. but it but just, the chibi stuff doesn't really bug me. It's just very odd. A lot of very odd decisions in the game that you're like, why did they do that? Like it, it, it things that don't really make sense for the game. You know. Um, I mean, the chibi allows them to do less detail. Yeah, I assume less know. detail, and they're they're probably. Um, Less prone to breakage, probably more durable because it's a big old honking head. Thicker, you know, there's yeah. not like like a, a Spider-Man mini with like little webs shooting off of it or something that'll bust off or whatever. But right. again, they could just include little cardboard tokens with a picture of the Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> um, the next thing we did was we played a lot of uh, Netrunner. We played Netrunner for like most of the night. Uh, and yeah. I, I was very excited about it because we did a whole Netrunner show and you and I had not gotten to play Netrunner together. We we played um, on Tabletop Simulator and did we play on Jinteki? I think we did. We d we played on Jinteki, yeah. Uh, we played Jinteki, we played we Tabletop Simulator. We played a bunch Simulator. on Jinteki. Um, but we did not ever get to play in-person Netrunner and just, my gosh, what a blast. Um, it was the first time I got to, uh, cause I, I had bought, um, like three core sets and a bunch of expansions, like two or three cycles worth of expansion. I bought a big lot of Netrunner cards. Yeah. Um, after I realized that, oh, this game that's been sitting on my shelf for eight or nine years, it's actually really, really good. Um, and when I tried it initially, I was just really, really dumb. And <laughs> so I bought all that and I put it all into, um, KMC, which is a, a big sleeve making company, card sleeve making company, they make what's called a card barrier box. And it's just this little plastic box with a flip top lid and five compartments, and it holds a thousand cards. You can fit about 700 sleeved cards in it. And I like to take my card games and kind of put them together in like a board game type experience where I, I put them all into one card box and then I can just yank that off the shelf and be like, oh, this is my Netrunner stuff oh yeah. this is my magic cube in one of these oh this is my lord of the rings card game stuff with all my adventure decks in it um and it's sort of board game eyes my card games um and and it's nice for people like like when i play a card game with you like you don't really do card games so so you know you don't have your own stuff and i mean i do 
I don't do the card games you have. I do like DC right. Deck Builder and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you don't do uh, collectible card games, I guess I should say. Although I don't know if I guess an LCG is technically a collectible card game. You do collect them anyway. That's outside the point. <laughs> um, um, you do like deck builder card games and stuff, uh, where yeah. you don't need to worry about the other person showing up with their side of the board. You know, right, it's, it's all, all in one box. It's all in one box, and that's how I, I like to treat my card games. Um, for Magic, it's easy because I just build a cube. For Netrunner, I have um, four or five decks for both runners and uh, corporations. Um, mm-hmm. And I've got uh, some uh, little transfer cards. So I don't have enough cards to build like five different corporation decks. So I have a little card that lists my flex cards that go back and forth between one of those decks. So if you're like, oh, I want to play Wayland, then I go, all right, we'll take the NBN deck and you take these 10 cards out and put it in Wayland. And then now you can play the Wayland deck. Yeah. Um, and uh, that was a very long explanation to say that I brought that and we played with that. And it was, it was, uh, man, what a, what a, God, what a fun game. And it's, it was it's, very like we, so we played <clears throat> the first game where you won basically instantly. Like it was like turn three or four. Yeah. It you, was, it you was, happened to grab all of my, yeah, I I happened to top deck some agendas, and I just I I got lucky. I did lucky runs, and then I think I just got my shit stomped in for the rest of the night, basically. Well, there was so we did like the second game, and I won pretty quick on that because yeah. you I died. You lost. You you, you, you died, dealt. Yeah. You dealt. Um, I had to. You were dealing damage to me, and I had to discard a card, and I had no card to discard. And when that happens to the runner, you you're out. And then we played probably the longest game of Netrunner that's ever been played by anyone. We did. And I remember we were playing it and I was like, Andrew, you could also just do blank. Because in, in my head, you know, when you bring a board game and, and you're playing a game that's going long and you kind of feel like an ass because you're like, oh, man, you know, I like. Oh, man. I was enjoying it the entire time. Well, no, but that was the situation we were in is we're playing this game and it's really dragging on because you had basically chosen a strategy to kind of grind me out. Um, yeah. And I don't remember if it worked. Did it work? Did you win that game? Oh, yeah, I won. Uh, <laughs> yes, I believe I won yeah. that game. And then I lost the next game. And and that. you were trying to grind me out. Um, And I remember in, in the middle of it, I was like, oh, man, I feel kind of bad. Like I'm making them play this game. You know, it's that same thing when you make someone you, you you're like, hey, let's play this game. I got it. it's really fun. And then it's just taking forever and dragging. And you're like, oh, I feel kind of like an ass. And in the middle of it, I was like. You could just do such and such instead, like as a different strategy. You don't have to just grind me out. And you're like, oh, no, I want to. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, OK. Like, I realized you were enjoying that process. And that, well, what, that I, was fun. I was so there there are things in the game called ice, which are basically firewalls, which, yeah, I mean, if, um, if you're curious about like the, the details of the game or the 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 glossary, you know, um, it's all online and we did a whole episode on it. Yeah. Um, but basically I, my whole thing is I wanted to put up as many firewalls as possible because I wanted your runs to be as grueling as possible, (laughs) which they ended up being at the, at the end. Um, and then I, I think I had an agenda behind like the most, like the thing that you could not, there was, you had nothing in your deck to like get past one of the ice that I had. And that's the thing about Netrunners. There are times when it's like, I know you have a thing there. And I know what I have to go through to get it. And I've crunched the numbers and I just can't make it. So I need to find a different. Oh, avenue. that's what it did. It came down to you not having one money. Yeah, I was I was finally I did a run on your 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 you had a remote server with an agenda. And I, I didn't know it was an agenda, but I was pretty sure because I had the most stuff yep. behind it. And you were playing. 
Wayland at the time, Wayland Corporation. No, I was playing the <clears throat> trap people, I thought. No, you played Jinteki the first few games, and then you started going Wayland. Okay. Um, because you were like, I, I, uh, I want to play the big money company. And oh, I said, All yeah. right, you went yeah. Wayland, and then I switched to a criminal runner, uh, Santiago. And you were like, I thought I was supposed to be the big money corporation. And I was like, you are. It's literally all of my effort to keep you from getting lots of money. <laughs> um, and, 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 and it was this big, this big giant end of the game run. And I ran it all the way down to the end. And I did, I, I didn't, it didn't math out for me. And I was off by like two credits in the next turn you won. Yep. Um, and it was one of those, like, as soon as I didn't finish the run, I was like, I know, like that's it this this is just that's the end of that game um but it, it in what i liked uh, about it and this is just gonna be me harping on netrunner again is in because the more i play it the more i do think netrunner might be just design wise i'm not saying it's the most enjoyable or the most fun i've ever had with a card game but i think it might be the best designed card game i have ever played yeah um by a wide margin like don't get me wrong i love magic i love the lord of the rings card game I, i'll play card games all day long um but man uh uh we played six games of netrunner and i'm the kind of guy that like i'll just come over and just play the same card game all night long i'll be like let's just play yeah. uh, uh uh popper magic for seven and a half hours and normally you're like oh i'll do a few games and then let's let's do something else um Yep. And and I feel like we were doing Netrunner, and I kept waiting on you to be like, okay, let that, that's enough Netrunner. Well, and it for just... whatever reason that night, like the the thing was, I didn't feel like because I wanted you to play Alter Quest, which we never got to. Yes, we didn't get to and anything. And Netrunner ate up the rest of the night. I just didn't. I did not feel like setting up a big, yeah, a big board thing. game. And it's hard, especially because Netrunner is just it's it's a very satisfying game even when you lose and i think that's the beauty of it is when i think back on those six games i i can't honestly even tell you how many i won or lost and yeah, and that's how you know you're remember. having a good it's a good game because it doesn't yeah, we were even just having fun yeah it doesn't it didn't even really matter it was just it's just the the moment to moment in netrunner is just so much fun uh what a yeah. what a great game i think that's what it was i was just i was having fun doing what we were doing as long as i'm not playing a runner uh, I've learned from. I, I think, can't. I think like, you should try I'm the so... runner again. I think you should try some different uh, uh, identities. There's got to be one out there Maybe. for you, you know. Because you also, I remember when we were playing on Genteki. I want to say you played NBN. There was some corporation that you're like, oh, this sucks. I don't like this at all, and and you bounced off of it, you know, like. Well, like I think uh, I was like I I've got, got one the runner. wizard. You could play the wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we were playing on Genteki, and I, I got the the one like the criminal guy that you were playing. Yeah, Santiago. Um, and I just could not win with him. What's I couldn't figure out like how he worked. Yeah, yeah. I I that was my first time playing Santiago, and um, I think I think his name's Gabriel Santiago. I hope I'm remembering that right. Uh, the the original corset uh, criminal runner. His whole thing is like engine building. So every turn, I was like, all right, I get two credits for this, and I get two credits for this, and I get a free run here, and you it's like you build up that value over. You yeah. know, 10, 15 turns, which didn't work out for me. <laughs> but, you know. I mean, you had like, I don't know, man. You had like 15 to 20 credits like, it was that you insane. were doing that last run with. Yeah, it was it was insane. Um, and it was just, man, just what what a what a stellar game. I'm struggling so hard to not buy the Nisei's. They, so we, we talked about it on the Netrunner show. 
they have since come out with their system gateway 2021 um, and their, their, their whole new core set and their new gateway package, uh, print on demand through, through, um, drive through cards and make playing cards. And it's like, you can get the, like the whole set of everything new for like 50 bucks, like That's printed, not bad at all. printed and shipped, you know, uh, if you're in the U S anyway. Um, and, and I'm trying so hard not to get it because I have all this net runner I've not even played with. Right. And I'm like, I don't need it. And then when I get it, I got to get a whole new card barrier box and I got to get sleeves for sleeves, it. And I got it. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and then, it, but then in the back of my head, I'm like, I'm, I'm like secretly worried that they're going to get a cease and desist or something. Um, which, which they kind of have fantasy flights, like unofficial blessing of fantasy flight has kind of indicated that like, Hey, we see what you're doing. We're, we're not saying anything, but also Asmodee bought Fantasy Flight not that long ago, and Wizards of the Coast is notoriously litigious, I mean, and it's partially their properties. I don't, I don't, it makes me nervous. I'm scared I need to get it before it's gone. I mean, you don't have to, like, sleeve it immediately or anything either. You I mean, I do, just buy it. And then... I do. I can't. I mean, I, w- I, <laughs> I Are I you say... implying that I should own an unsleeved playing card? You just don't open it. Just don't open you? it. Oh, don't open a new card game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're worried about them getting a cease and desist, just buy it and don't open it until you have the time to, and money to sleeve just, it and put I'm, it in a box. I'm, I'm, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine. I mean, they've been working on it for so long. They've released other expansions before that were totally fine. Um, it, it, and, and it's, it's just, I, I don't know, it makes me nervous. Now, I will say um, I, I really want to get their... Uh, they have one that's just two decks, and they're just like intro decks. And I feel like that's kind of the thing Netrunner has been sorely missing. Because um, even in the core set, it's like you got two or three different deck options uh, for each side. And mm-hmm. this this de- this is just straight up. It's just two decks, and they just teach you the game. And I like that idea for all of the zero people that I plan to teach the game to. <laughs> <laughs> because you already know it. So who am I going to teach? Yeah. But yeah, Netrunner such so much fun it did it did eat up our whole evening and i didn't even care Um, yeah no i i had a fun time with it so i didn't have a problem because it was oh god what a blast and then i after we got i got home our friend robbie that plays card games with us i was like robbie netrunner is so good we gotta play more netrunner um did he did he play with uh, it has not happened yet no i really want to play some more um i i feel like all the netrunner i've done has mostly been i've not done any deck building for netrunner Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all been decks I find online, like good beginner decks, good starter decks. I want to kind of start dipping my toe into like, hey, I want to build a deck, or I, I want to take one of my starter decks I have and like add stuff to it and take stuff out and and kind of, you know, play around modify with that. it. Yeah, like like actually build a netrunner deck because obviously, it's a card game. That's the f- the fun of the game is is you know deck building and running your own deck. Um, but I feel like I'm just not kind of getting comfortable enough with the game that I might be able to do that because deck building and it just seems so daunting. It's just so different from anything like magic, the gathering or, or, or key forge or, or, or whatever that I, it makes me nervous. I don't know yeah. why, but yeah. Well, I didn't, like I said, I didn't have any, I was having a good time with what we were doing. Good. Day. Good. <laughs> good. Um, I, I remember sitting there and I was like, we haven't played any root. We haven't played any altar quest. We're just going to show back up on the show and be like, we played Marvel. And then guess what? More net runner. Yep. Um, but yeah. And that's fine. I mean, I would say if for anyone that's listening, 
that cares or that wants to know about uh, behind the scenes stuff, uh, Netrunner is one of our least listened to shows. Is it really? Yeah. No, that that breaks my heart. Oh yeah. no. Yeah, it's like like buy a couple buy a couple listens. I mean, it's, to, it's one of to the be ones. fair, uh, it was me insisting we do a whole episode on a card game that had been dead for like five years. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sure it, it it found some listeners that were just trying to find information on that. I'm sure there's some people out there. that There are has still to trying be. To find I, I'm hoping yeah. that with the new the the new stuff is out. I highly recommend it. N i s e i dot org. I think is their website. N i s e i dot. I'm gonna type it in real quick. Uh, Nisei dot org. N i s. No, that's not it. It's not dot org. No, hold on. It's is it dot net. <laughs> Nisei dot net. N i s e i dot net. That is that that is the current organization that runs netrunner um i'm also just re I, I think i'm also just kind of i'm a little disenfranchised with the the corporate business of board games yeah. and i'm completely in love with the idea of a fan run coalition crafting a card game instead so, I mean, for of for anyone that's listening a company that wants a really fun card game to play for for what you said fifty dollars for everything it really you don't even need that, that. like i think i think just but the, yeah fifty dollars um, for everything for a card game is insane that's yeah. that's an insane that's a insanely low amount of money for a full card game right just the gate just the gateway and i mean you can also just go print it they release everything for free you can just go print the darn thing uh the gateway starter pack which is um it's got two decks and it's got um uh some additional cards to kind of like swap in and out. not a test like 10 additional cards uh it's twenty dollars like yeah it, well i mean you it, might as well spend the 30 extra bucks just to get everything well i mean yeah you obviously you want to get uh they've uh, they've got that they've got a deck building pack so it's like all right i got the gateway thing i played with the decks i swapped some cards in this is fun and then they're like all right get the deck building pack next which is which is 29 dollars, and it's a big giant uh, uh like thing to add to your gateway pack and yeah, then, or you can just buy nice. them both together. The complete bundle's forty-five dollars, and and it's print on demand, so it won't go out yeah. of stock. They just make it as you order it. I mean, that's crazy that you haven't bought it yet. I'm, you know, now the, I'm on the page now because <laughs> I had to pull it up. So now I feel like I, I like I have to. Now buy you have. It. Now I, you I have can't. To. I have to buy it. Yeah. So hopefully, um, it being out, maybe we can course. And, and also, this episode not being titled Netrunner, maybe we've now tricked people into listening about <laughs> netrunner and so now they're like oh if, now I if do. they made it this far i would they be made... i'd be interested if our netrunner listens go up after this episode uh is out for a little bit that would be interesting to see yes it would uh well i think that's gonna be it for the show i do want to mention i forgot to mention at the beginning of the show please go listen to retro warriors which is justin's show yeah, that is my show um it is a very nice show i thought you were just gonna say it's a very show and i was like yes the also true show. everything you're saying right on the money uh, it is a good uh if you like classic video games um mainly all you talk about is classic video games yeah we don't we don't we don't delve much um outside of that um but if you're into classic video games or video games in general i would definitely highly recommend retro warriors um and then there's also another show that i'm on called cinema rogues which you can check out. That is also on iTunes and everywhere else that it's not. Everywhere Pandora. podcasts are available. Except Pandora, because they're assholes. <laughs> <laughs> they're so stringent with their rules. Well, you know, it's Pandora. They got they got those high standards. Yeah, they're like, do you have more than 80,000 listeners? Then you can't be on Pandora. What? 
There's a listener amount? Yeah, 80,000 is you, a lot. I don't have 80,000 on it's my not, show. It, it's not 80,000, but they, okay. they ask you how many listeners a month you get. Oh, and you tell them, and then they're like, get out, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. How'd you even yeah. get this URL? I, I, what, get out get of here. <laughs> uh, but thank you, everyone, for listening, and remember what is best in life. It's board games. Board games. I mean, card games and stuff, too. But Yeah, that, well, that's kind of included. Board games. Board games. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>